we're going to be looking at Viva Pulse. It's available now to uh, our sweet customers. Sweet customers. Sweet. Uh, we've got um, <laughs> group chat message uh, copying copying links to the group chat. I probably should stop there because that's that's the whole message. We'll save it for the show um, and present local files. Uh, from PowerPoint apps to the PowerPoint live in Teams. Uh, let's roll it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Check out our website at 365mcs.com for all the details about our show. And we're on all the socials at 365mcs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 290. That's mm. exciting. Uh, we're so glad you're here. And today we're going to be talking about quite a few things. We've got some Viva stuff. We've got some um, uh, team stuff. We've got some PowerPoints. So we're we're kind of covering our the bases here. How are you, Daryl? You doing well? Uh, thank you for asking. Yes, I, I am well. I am well uh i kind of wonder at this time of year daniel like when we yeah. look at the message center mm -hmm. and we do see peaks and troughs in terms of what different product groups are putting out do you see or think that there is an alignment with the u.s summer and the dip in mm. what is released um yeah i think it would be you know silly not to you know, come to at least thinking there's some influence into the release schedule uh, when, you know, a good deal of people are kind of in and out of the, well, I'm going to do quotes office since, you know, uh, some people are working <laughs> remotely still. Uh, however, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, okay. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. All right. Well, I mean, happy summer to you all in the, in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to just keep doing what we're doing all year round, aren't we, Daniel? When, and Indeed. We, we really miss, miss a beat. But thank you for joining us. And, and if you are new here, then do subscribe. Uh, we've been told that we do deliver value. And it's not just a, a message I tell myself. No, indeed. I, I was in Washington, D.C. last week and... Uh, met several people that watch uh, and or listen to the show uh, and said, yes, indeed, we bring value. So why don't you go ahead and smash that subscribe button, click the thumbs up like this on YouTube. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, why don't you go ahead and give us a five star rating there so other people can see us and might as well go ahead and share out the link to this episode, everybody. It's just a URL, right? You just copy, paste. It, you're almost, the message is almost composed itself on social yeah. media. So all you have to do then and say, watch this, I do. That's all you have to do. Or listen to this, I do. You've already pasted the URL there. Yeah, yeah. Good, and good then you could hours tag. of thought goes into yeah. the copy that's written no. for that. You know? Yeah, I, to, I mean, it'd take three seconds. And then at 365MCS send post tweet whatever the th action is on that social media platform because we're on all of the social media platforms that matter go ahead and do that now and if you do then i'm going to provide some answers to you well but if you Daniel, don't then maybe i won't 
Um, I want answers. I want answers. Oh. Do you want them the on the go? I, I do, yes, um, because I'm an on-the-go kind of person. But yeah, just... just Microsoft Viva answers in Viva on mobile. MC584830. And I want everyone to just take a look at this message. It has wonderful screenshots, uh, details here. You get, you're going to, you're looking at what you're going to see. It's amazing. Don't get used to this for today because this is <laughs> like the best message that we have for this week that actually has screenshots. But um, this is uh, really nice to be able to have answers in our pocket quite literally because answers in viva is coming to ios and android um and this is um i think you know we could they continue this kind of um uh, rolling out on mobile for obvious reasons that we are um a very mobile society we all have phones in fact i think the s you know, the estimate of phones is that everyone has, there's enough on the planet for everyone to have two or something. I don't know, something weird. So one for each hand. You can be uh, looking for answers on both of your mobile devices. Uh, so this is, uh, you can see in the screenshots, being able to look there, um, hmm. you're going to see the topics that, are, that the, the question is tagged with. Um, and then really be able to... Um, you know, dive in and, and get, react to those answers um, there within the Viva Engage uh, app, right? Uh, because this hmm. is, remember, Answers in Viva is powered by Viva Engage experience. So um, so what do you think, Terrell? You're going to use this? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think at the moment, and I'm, I'm sort of sitting there waiting, when's it going to come, when's it going to come? Because... The answer service, uh, you can opt in within your uh, service administration for, for Viva Engage. And you then kind of just have to wait. There's, there's, there's a few things that have to happen in the background to liven it up, and there is something of a queue. Uh, mm. When it is available, this is going to be handy. Uh, it, and I quite like how these screenshots put it, that it's, it's like looking at the bottom of a, um, an app bar within Teams that answers is another app within the Engage experience. I wonder, Daniel, what will this look like inside Teams? Because Engage is inside Teams. And when you go to Engage, I think answers will be at the top as a tab, like communities are in Storyline. Mm-hmm. It is, um, you know, one thing that I haven't really talked about recently on the show. I haven't, do you remember that word I used to use all the time? Consistency. Consistency. Thank you. We didn't plan that, people, by the way. He he, he actually did remember. No, Consistency. I, I, and, and I... It's because you've said it consistently over the years that we've been working together. Is that, yes. Is that uh, we want to have consistency. So if you're going to put the link to something at the bottom in one place, let's have it at the bottom everywhere. But um, anyway, so this is this is going to be rolling out to, uh, to your app, to your local Viva Engage app. June, uh, late June, uh, expected by early July. Uh, 
Um, one thing I did notice on this, and I don't know if this is just happening here recently, um, but maybe it's just this message, uh, but it has a year on it. It says late oh, yeah. June, 2023. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I don't know. Do we need that? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, Maybe you, you've seen some messages that talk about an announcement back in Ignite 2022. Right. 2021. Yeah. So and blog posts too. You know, um, so that's going to be rolling out. Daryl, though, I would like for you to give me a pulse of the way you're feeling about uh, Viva applications availability. No, I, I'm thankful you asked. Um, okay, no, my, my pulse is, is there. It's beating. I just just wanted to check that. Just oh, moment. my. Yep. <clears throat> um, we have, uh, yeah, Viva Pulse Availability MC584831. What is Pulse? Pulse is, uh, it's kind of in partnership with, um, dang, what was the other the other product? Not that we just talked about last week? Yeah. It's the bigger Glint? one. Glint? Glint. Wow. <laughs> oh, I just wow. wish that, that, that the two words kind of were in the same family because glint is something that i see in someone's eye ding you know and then pulse is something that i take um i don't know <laughs> but pulse pulses like your your micro surveys whereas glint is your your bigger surveys where you'll put them out and you'll be asking the whole organization a pulse is something that you might use as a manager um within a smaller group and just checking to see hey how's everything going and good thing about Pulse is that some of these surveys are sitting there ready and waiting for you. They've been developed based on all kinds of really good research to, to ask the right questions, uh, to not annoy people with those questions, uh, to tease out the answers that are going to help you as a manager, to measure people's engagement, see how they're actually feeling. Uh, so you could run a, a Pulse um, after maybe a big project that you've done. How are you feeling about that? You know, is everyone, um, you know, rocking and rolling, ready to go? Or are you a bit tired? Who, who wants to tap out and take a bit of time? Or, you know, those sorts of questions and things about about engagement and, and what it's like uh, work life. So Pulse is a service that will be part of Viva Suite. And uh, it's available now. You can go in and enable it. Um yeah, so once it is available in your tenant, if someone tries it out for the first time, that service plan will be available, accessible, and you can uh, turn that on as part of part of the service. Um, Daniel, uh, as a as a person who manages people, would you find this uh, useful? Yes, but yes. However, <laughs> um, can I be vulnerable a little bit here? Sure. Um, just be honest. Hmm. I part of me is like I don't necessarily. Uh, I'm not looking forward to some of the feedback, and I, uh, I'm just being very honest with you. You know, I'm not perfect. I know people who tune into the show may think that uh, for for good reason. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I couldn't do it with a straight face, um, <laughs> and, and so who. I don't know. 
I, I'm sure there are people who like to get feedback, con, you know, get constructive feedback or maybe not constructive, but get feedback all the time. And, and I do, I want to know, I want to improve, but you know, there's also part of me that's like, Oh, you know, some hesitation and, you know, and I think especially for um, if you've got an environment where, you know, you don't really push this open and transparent communication and um, then, you know, these these pulses are going to they're going to hit hard. some possibly um, I'm all I really like to have communication be very transparent, meaning um you know, and I, I tell my people this all the time, it, going into a review, for instance, will never be a surprise. There, there won't be any shockers. There won't be anything we've not talked about for a long time. Like if there's something that's wrong, we will talk about it immediately. You know, we won't wait for, for some sort of review time. And the same thing for me, I want that feedback, right? And so if you're in an organization that's not that where, you know, it's, it's you, then these kind of things may slap you in the face really hard. So, um, so it'd be interesting to see if, if these are, if it's adopted and, and implemented across the board, um, you know, how it works. I'm, I'm kind of excited <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. That's I've, hopefully I've been transparent and, and yeah. people that are listening go, you know what? I can identify with something that was said there, but um, so we'll see. I think it, it's going to take uh, some introduction to managers and people that want to use this to, you know, get the best out of it. Um, it's one thing to just try it out and send something. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Get some results. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just, just do it with purpose in mind and that you're going to take action. That's actually part of the service too, is that once those results come back, they there are some things and actions that are suggested that you can take a bit like the insights service. It gives you some suggestions about what you can do. So interesting. All right. So there, there are some steps. Um, and on this message, there are some things that you can look through about how to, uh, get it going instructions on how to pre-install and pin it as an app and make it available for people. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, Available, yeah, but so the plan will begin roll out mid June and be through to mid July, so that's why it's rolling out now. Uh, well, um, Daniel, let's uh, let's bring it into a group conversation, um, but I want to be able to reference this later. So tell me how I can do that. Indeed, group chat message copy links are now available! Exclamation mark mc584833 and indeed this is kind of what i mean it's what the title says although it doesn't re it doesn't really roll off the tongue very well basically when you're having a group chat okay so these are the in teams having the group chat um not channel right uh you'll be able to copy a link to um the specific messages within that chat and share it. Now, that is just that link will only be available to those people who are in the chat already. Okay. So it's not like you're saying, Oh, everyone look at what we're talking about over here, you know, uh, to people who are not part of the chat. Um, 
it, and this is for me, uh, number one, it's a very short message. Uh, number two, though, it is, it makes sense because in a group chat and I ran into this just last week where the group chat get, can get messy and, and very can get messy. <laughs> it, it can be very noisy. Topics can go all over the place. We don't have threading. You know, so it can go all over the place and you're like, okay, especially if you're chatting with somebody who can run on tangents, you, you could be on screens and screens and screens of tangents. And it's like, well, can yeah. we go back to the original thing we were talking about two days ago that needs to be resolved or whatever? So, you know, being able to get that link and paste it and go, hey, let's let's go back to that thing um, or, or whatever. So I think it's a, a good idea. What do you think? Do you, do you think, see this opportunity in your way of working to use this? I thought we already had it um, yeah. and that it was removed and it's back again, but maybe I'm wrong. I just think I, I try to avoid group chats as much as I can and, and have threaded conversations. Um, yeah. I drag people into teams and into channels <laughs> where I can yeah. And this, that's the very reason, like, okay, this is uh, something that will help solve it because you can point people back to that response and say, this is mm -hmm. what I was talking about, or can we pick it up from where we left off? Um, but yeah, the, the, a group chat is a stream of consciousness, and it's only as high as your screen. Right. If you get a really yeah. tall screen, maybe that'll help. Well, yeah, you Tar can tilt them, tilt them, you know. Tilt them, yes. Targeted release. landscape. Rollout will start early June, expected to be completed by early July, and standard will be early July through end of August. So looking forward to that. Um, and you know what else I'm looking forward to, Daryl, is is being able to use PowerPoint Live, but on a, with a PowerPoint that's on my local machine, I don't even have to upload it or anything. Oh, that's what really? I'm looking forward to. Yeah. yeah, that's what I looked forward to too when I read that title. Let's read it again and then let it sink in for a bit as we read the reality. <laughs> um, present a local file from PowerPoint app to PowerPoint Live and Teams, MFC 586564. That sounds exactly what I said, Daryl. This is what yeah, I yeah, want. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is yeah. exactly what you want. But but is it is it really what, what it says it will be? Um, so present in Teams. Uh, I think this even has a screenshot. There we go. I use this occasionally. You know, you've got a PowerPoint open and you present in Teams, but often that PowerPoint is already somewhere in the cloud. It's already stored in SharePoint. It's already stored in OneDrive. Uh, and if I wasn't doing it this way, if I just opened up Teams, I'm in a meeting, and go through and say, I want to present a PowerPoint, and it'll present me with my most recent slide decks I've been working on. I can choose them. And then I use PowerPoint Live. What's the beauty of PowerPoint Live, Daniel? Lots. It's lots. It's lots of pretty. It's lots know. of pretty. Well, okay. Oh, this wasn't the answer I was going for. Maybe we should go <laughs> no, back to it our, wasn't. This is your our, message. Come on, get answers on with it. Message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, PowerPoint Live um, means that we can have an individual experience of the slide deck. Um, we have it presented in that staged space and um, you can go forwards and backwards through it. You can um, 
uh, present videos uh, in kind of a, a, a watch along way, uh, better quality instead of someone's shared desktop with missing frames. Anyway, all of that. Um, but uh, we couldn't really use it unless we uploaded that file to the cloud. So this message has the promise of, well, now you can present local files from PowerPoint app to a, a live Teams meeting. All you got to do is click that present in Teams on your local file that might be saved on your desktop. And, uh, oh, once you have saved your file to the cloud, you'll be able to present it in Teams. Please make sure you have joined the Teams meeting. So, yeah, I mean, it is a local file, but this process makes it a cloud file. So it's not something you'll be able to do, you know, on a whim in the middle of a meeting and go, hey, have you got that file? I can't open it for my wonder. No problem, boss. I got it on my desktop. I'll just, oh dear, I still have to upload it to OneDrive before I can bring it into PowerPoint Live. Oh, well, present from desktop. Never mind. Um, share desktop. So then, you're saying I'm not getting what I want. I'm No, I'm saying you are, but you're also following the, the guidelines and being shimmied along to the, to the right um, <laughs> way of doing things and putting it in the cloud first, which, I mean, look, let's be honest. How would it, how would it work as a local file? Who knows? That'd yeah. be like me giving you access to my desktop and like, no, 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 that's no, no, no. <laughs> messy. So, um, nice try. Uh, and I think, okay, it's a nice way of guiding people through to doing what we should be doing anyway, but you will still need to think ahead and, uh, like you're better off putting it in OneDrive or in SharePoint in the first place so that, so that you can uh, share that from there. Well, let's be honest. Who, who is not saving their PowerPoints in OneDrive to begin with? I mean, you know, I, okay. I do know where sometimes this might happen is if you've downloaded a PowerPoint in your downloads folder yep. and then it's, okay, now I want to present this. What yep. downloads is not part of the known folder move, you know, part of the OneDrive client, you know, so if, if you had that set up and you saved your desktop, then it would already be in OneDrive anyway and it would let you do this mm. or in my documents, right? But, you know, if it's in downloads, it won't work. So yep. I, I get it. Um, it's just, I'm so what you're saying, Daryl, and, and what I'm interpreting is basically instead of getting an error, mm. right. Or not even be able to click that button. Now we can, it's just, they're adding that step to say, okay, yep. fine. Now upload it. Yep. Yep. Go through the steps rolling out early July to current channel. That's office, uh, frequency of updates current channel and expect to be roll roll out to be complete in late july and all other channels will see this feature once they catch up on the update <laughs> yeah because if you delay <laughs> i love the way they put that yeah. that's my kind of language all other channels will get it when it comes right see <laughs> yeah anyway if you're, on to the next well, message <laughs> well if you delay getting it then yeah you will get it when you get it <laughs> fantastic um daniel uh yes. tackle this next one i can't think of anything to segue into this nicely what oh. is it 
I was thinking something like maybe you could register to get the new version of Office. Uh, and so, no, I don't no, know. That's okay, too fine. Fair. Fine, fine, fine. Changes to the registration campaign feature in Azure AD MC584364. I, I really don't think I need to say anymore because I, I feel like the title here just tells you everything you need to know. Mm. So we often see messages that that's true, right? You read the subject and you're like, oh, there you go. This one, not so much. So basically this is allowing you to, well, not allowing you. It's, it's a message and updating you saying, hey, we're actually going to force your users to quit using SMS and voice authentication when they log in to M365 for MFA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, it is true that SMS and voice authentication is are one of the weakest uh, MFA tools that we have at our disposal. Now, when they rolled out, it was like, yes, you know, SMS. In fact, most um, services now still use SMS, still send you a text message. Here's your six or eight digit code. Don't tell anyone this code, you know, blah, blah, blah. When you try to log into your bank or you try to log into all sorts of, of services, they still use it. However, Microsoft has recognized a um, long time ago and has been warning us and telling us you really need to switch to an authentication app. So what Microsoft is going to do on July 10th is users that are set up to use SMS and voice for MFA they're going to get a nice little uh, warning, a message saying you need to update and start using the Microsoft Authenticator app. Now, users are going to be able to kind of skip this prompt three times um, before it forces you through the process. Now, the process is you it walks you through saying, OK, you need to get the app. Here's a link or you can already download it if you want to. Um, Typically you're not doing this on your phone anyway, but maybe you are. Uh, And then you download the Authenticator app and then it says, okay, now scan this QR code so that it can sync the app, right? uh, To your account uh, or your account to the app, I guess, and register. Um, and, And so you have to go in there and say, you know, new login, Microsoft 365 or worker school is basically what it is. And then you scan it and, and it registers and then you input the code and to just make it sure that it's all synced up anyway. However, when I'm logging in as a user, am I logging in to step through the, I don't know, six or seven steps I just mentioned to get log, you know, to get logged in. Am, am I Daryl? No. Okay. I relinquish my time to the speaker. Thank you very much. Uh, The uh, gentleman from uh, New Zealand Zealand. has... This is awesome. We're using... um, What's the guy's rules? What's his name? Um, It's a parliamentary way of uh, something rules. Look that up, Daryl, while I'm talking. Okay. Um, 
anyway, so it is not what your users want. So our recommendation here is if, you're, if your organization allows um, for you to, uh, your users to use SMS texting or voice for MFA, then you need to um, really, before this is enforced on them, it's Roberts, by the way, I remembered it. Roberts rules of uh, of order or something like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> wow, that was a rabbit hole. Um, go ahead and 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 send this message out to your users and have them go through the process themselves at their own time, right? Instead of right when they're logging in, go ahead and say, "Hey, how about you know." uh you know at this time or whenever whenever your first chance is go through this process it'll take you about 30 seconds please do this because if you don't then your process of logging in will be interrupted later so take care of it now and then maybe you know send it off and then you can also as an admin look at what uh users have set up and say oh they're using authenticator or they're not uh so you can see that and you can actually target your messages after that to say hey people that are still just using sms and that's the only thing they've set up please you know go through these procedures right um so that you know they're not disrupted when they try to log in on july 10th does that make sense it makes sense get ahead do it now get ahead and and make sure that you're a you know your users are prepared for the migration, mm. but you know what? The migration from SMS to to Authenticator app. But you know what else? Um, I'd like to migrate some other topics. You think uh, we could do that? Very yeah. very topical discussion right now, Daniel. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, let's let's see if we can do this one quickly because we're we're making people hang around. You know, for this this last message. Topic migration. Good update and, and enhancements rolling out in Viva Engage, MC586548. Hmm. Little story. Uh, back in the day, Yammer had hashtags and topics, and they were one and the same thing. You could create a hashtag in a conversation, and it would add a little topic at the bottom. You could add that same topic, and really how they functioned, Daniel, was uh, whether it be topic or hashtag. You could click on something, and it would bring all the conversations together that used that hashtag or topic. Same thing. A year or two back, split them out. You've got hashtags. And now you've got this thing called topics. Separate things. In preparation for this moment. <laughs> well, did I build it up nicely? Yeah? Indeed yeah, you okay. did. Yes. Good, good, good. Okay. All right. So, um... Now we have a service uh, called Viva Topics, which does a pretty good job of topics, right? Managing topics and using these topics in various different places around the Microsoft 365 platform. I can type up an email, I can create a SharePoint page, I can, um, I think I can even drop a topic or two in a, in a document um, and in Teams, right? And you get this great little thing that, that pops up and says, oh, I know about that topic, and here's some subject matter experts, and here's some things that were um, contributed to that. Well, we're going to now round out that story 
and make it possible for those topics that have been attached to engage conversations, perhaps even as old as Yammer conversations, and be migrated over to the topics service. Uh, so that means that, um, yeah, conversations will then be able to be, I guess, associated with a topic that is managed out of Viva Topics. Imagine that, that I've had a conversation that might be talking about um, mobile work, and I use hashtag mobile work, and then um, that becomes a topic that you can have a subject matter expert and various pages and, and a place to collect knowledge and three-letter acronyms, all sorts of stuff. So that is, uh, that's that's going to happen, going to happen soon. Um, it does rely on you having Viva Topics to fully realize that experience. So if you are an organization that has subscribed to Viva Topics on its own or as part of a sweet product or part of one of the Engage Topics bundles, I think it's the Knowledge, knowledge Skew, I forget the full name of the actual service, um, then, uh, yeah, this is going to be a nice way of putting the two together. Conversations will then be referenceable. Is that a word? Probably not. Sure. This time of day, you can reference them from the topics page. If you do not have topics in your organization, you probably won't notice a change. Uh, the topics will still be ready and waiting to be mastered from the topics <laughs> service if you ever do subscribe to it. Um, but if not, you probably won't notice. It'll, it'll just still appear to be a topic on the bottom of your engage post. Um, but I'm Daniel, I think, uh, this is good to see this story rounding out mm -hmm. topics being somewhere that we can Viva topics is somewhere that we can master all of those topics and, and use them as, as part of that. But what about um those topics that are old uh, are those getting migrated as well Daryl? and uh, no they do have a time period where uh, if they're older than 18 months uh, and you could have run a campaign i think you had a good idea daniel you might have run a campaign maybe two years back that you're thinking oh yeah we could do that campaign again um, and let's just leverage that 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 topic they will not be migrated over to viva topics uh, well, they're going so, to be migrated over, but it's oh, right. But it's not av like available is what you yeah, mean, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a some sort of interesting intermediary limbo. thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't become a topics page right. and a place that you can mask them from. Thank you for correcting me. The other scenario, if you um, have only had ten conversations using that hashtag. You know, we all know those hashtags that we come up with because we've just been smart, like <laughs> hashtag it's Friday, I'm really happy day, day today. And maybe or modern is now. Oh, no, that's a very popular one. Oh, right, right. Uh, yeah, and get the T-shirt in our merch tray down below on our <laughs> channel. Oh, we don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, a couple of limitations. Um, mm hmm there's other stuff you can read into there to, to learn more about it, but that's the gist of it. Um, mm -hmm. The timing, uh, topic migration began in January, so it is kind of happening now anyway. Um, you've got to be in native mode for Engage, and you know if you aren't in native mode already, um, there's probably going to be a time where you'll actually get that nudge, be forced to go that way. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, topics, yeah, begin rolling out mid June, 2023 and expect it to be completed mid July. That rounds us out for this week. Um, hmm. really appreciate everyone watching and listening and sharing this episode. You did share this episode out, right? Uh, if you have it, then might as well go ahead and do that right now. It's very easy to do. Tag us at 365MCS. We'd love to engage with you and have a chat with you. Um, so we'd love to do that and uh, you know share some, some other insights that we might have or get some insights from you. So uh, that's the power of the community is that we bring our knowledge together and help each other and make our uh, experiences better. So thank you everyone for watching and appreciate that until next week we will say bye for now bye for now